0: hey everyone this is dan the g i'm bringing you episode 87 of what the dice that's right guys 87 episodes in and i have a favor to ask I don't ask a lot of favors of you besides, you know, following us on Twitter, Facebook, and all that jazz. I want you guys to find your favorite podcasting site, be it iTunes, Spotify, Podchaser, any of them, and see if they let you do some reviews or some ratings. We absolutely would love to hear what you guys think of the show. And every time you give us a review or rating, it makes us a little bit more seen to the world, and we would love to get our story out. Past that, that's all I got. So, don't forget, review, rate, follow us on Facebook, follow us on YouTube, we're on YouTube, review and rate us there too. That's all I got. I'm going to shut up and let you guys get on with this week's episode, because there's a murder mystery to be done, and it needs to be done, because we do not want to let the murderer escape off the Murdoch. That's all I got. Sit back, relax, and listen to episode 87 of What the Dice. As we approach the campsite of the storyteller, the cabin is just slightly more built. You can see structure points being set up and the flooring has gotten a little bit better. The campfire in front of us is lit and is roaring. The storyteller is holding his hands out, warming them. looks at us and gives us a smile. Ah, me friends, me friends. Welcome, welcome. Have a seat. So, it seems as if the adventurers have found more clues. A blood-stained scarf and strange sparkly dust now they must figure out how to identify these clues and what and who and why well as all good murder mysteries all answers and more will be answered so sit back me friends and hear me tell In the last episode, Kalila and Fay snuck back into the poor lady Katana's room after getting her super super drunk and pulled out the scarf that they had hidden. Kalila took some deep deep whiffs of them, getting smells of different perfumes and the cologne of a certain captain. Well, what is it now? A deceased captain as well as the scent of blood. Hiding into the bathroom, they began to play with the scarf to figure out if Lady Katana would need to wrap the long scarf around her hands to strangle somebody. fibulus had a chance to disappear down below decks and poked around in the engine room, finding a shiny powder leading him to believe that it is gemstone dust or maybe some metal fragments. We left off with Faye wandering the halls as everyone besides the team started to fall asleep for the night. Fay, seeing you were the last one that I spoke to, what would you like to do?
1: Well, since everybody's retreated, I think I'm probably going to go up and... Um
0: seat myself at the bar okay at the bar the music that is playing is gentle and fairly soft it's that gentle like you know they want you to go to bed type thing the clockwork robots are continuing to work throughout the night some of them are cleaning the bar others are restocking bottles from crates that are stowed underneath. What do you want to do?
1: Put in an order for something.
0: One of the clockwork robots clicks and nods and begins to make you your drink. What did you order?
1: Whiskey. Neat.
0: Okay. A minute or two passes by and the clockwork robot places a Whiskey, neat, in front of you. And then returns to its duties.
1: I'm just going to sit there sipping on my whiskey, thinking. There's a lot to think over at the moment.
0: Okay. Kalilah and Defibulus, where are you guys at?
2: I headed back to the room because I knew Faye was going to go talk to Terry and there was really no reason why Kalilah needed to be there for that. So she's just been... Kicking back, waiting for everybody else to come back into the room while, you know, mostly sitting there staring at the door, trying to figure this out.
0: Okay. And Defibulus?
3: Uh, he was on his way back to the room last I
0: checked. Okay. So a moment or two passes by, and Kalila, the door opens up, and you see Defibulus entering.
2: Hey, what'd you find out?
3: Well, the engineer hammered the thing shut. I can't poke around the box too much because the wires are damaged and there's a lot of pretty electricity arcing about. But I did get some dust. Where's Faye?
2: Uh, Last I left her, she was talking to Terry. And I don't know where Terry was. I'm assuming he's at the top of the stairs. I didn't see him, but I don't know. Here's what we did confirm. The scarf that was used to strangle the captain with did have blood on it. We determined that who I. What. One of the two women in that relationship is probably the culprit. Uh, wrapped it around the neck twice and used the scarf around their wrists to get the leverage. So there was no marks on the hand, but there was markings on the wrist that suggested such. We did get that confirmation. And it smelled like the captain. His cologne was there.
3: I would say at that point, you would need to check the elf's wrists to see if there's any bruising.
2: Right. How do we get the very angry, dignified elven woman to let us just look at her wrists? Excuse me, ma'am! I mean, I guess I could. I I would throw her off guard.
3: Punch you. Fall down the stairs again. Do it by the stairs!
2: I'll just do the same thing as Faye did in a duck and let her fall down. But,
3: um... I don't know, did
2: she might there... have bruising on her wrists now though, because of falling down the stairs. So yeah, who but would it be to say which way the bruising came from?
3: I would assume the bruising would look different from like falling and hurting yourself versus you tied something around your wrist and bruised it from pulling too hard.
2: True. True.
3: But um where was I going with this? Um yeah, I thought... Didn't we have, like, permission from the person in charge of the ship now to investigate people as necessary? I don't remember.
2: I, I don't know. I mean, I would assume that they're going to let us, but they don't... We ha- it, it, Under the agreements that we didn't give away the fact the captain was dead. How do you do that?
3: Well... If we had a... hmm, We could always make up a lie or something along the lines of hey, we found lost jewelry and we were trying to match it with its owner or something. I don't know. I'm good at blowing stuff up and shooting things.
2: I'm better at that too. I enjoy hunting but this is ridiculous. But, hmm. But, if you wanted to go find Faye, I'd say go find Terry. Yeah, that's
3: probably a good idea. I'm not quite tired. To, I have to sleep yet.
2: Alright, fine. I'll come.
3: Had to twist your arm, didn't I?
2: Yeah, a little bit. I'll get some... Oh, I need to return this to the... the, the oh, and the... Oh, wait. Wait. Alright. Yeah, I remember now. We needed to... What we do, you, before we go up there, while we're behind closed doors, we need to come up with a way to distract the grumpy elf lady so we can get Faye back into the room to get the letters, to take the letters and get them translated and the elven cook can translate it. Mm, so what kind of diversion can we make to keep her out of her room for five minutes, which will probably be tomorrow. It's the middle of the night. She's in there either still yelling or gone to sleep.
3: I figure she'd weed we'd all hear her.
2: Ah, the walls are okay.
3: But I can, well, she's like, is she in charge of this family, of that family or what?
2: I don't know. That might be a fake question.
3: I could always approach her as like a business venture, like, because there aren't the, I think someone said the elves were looking at firearms recently.
2: I don't know let's go find her though head out of the room going we can discuss distraction plans with her I guess
3: sounds like a good idea
0: so are you guys heading upstairs or are you going to go to uh, Terry's room and disturb him to find out where she went
2: repeat the question I did not register that in my brain
0: Um, Are you guys going to disturb Terry and ask him where she went? Or are you guys just going to just haphazardly walk around the...
2: Oh, no. Kalilah's going to the top of the stairs where Terry's normally standing.
0: (laughs) All right. As you walk up the flight of stairs, you see the casino floor. The room is lit in a soft blue light And there is soft music playing. Sitting at the bar is Faye, as clockwork robots continue to clean and restock the bar.
2: Well, I didn't find Terry, but I did find Faye. She points at the bar.
0: Oh, excellent. We shall join her. You're good at
3: this.
2: I am a hunter.
3: Really? Never noticed. Yeah, me either. They will go to the bar,
2: and on her way to the bar, she will stop by the kitchen.
0: There is no one there besides the clockwork robots.
2: She'll ask one of the bots, "When does she come back?"
0: It looks at you for a moment and begins to ramble off the special of the day.
2: Kalila's ears are just gonna go flat as she just walks over to the bar defeated.
3: Defibulus is just grinning about this.
2: Saying nothing. Like, she just comes over, ears are just flat, and she just sits down. Says nothing.
0: As you sit down, one of the clockwork robots rolls over, places a drink in front of you, and says, If you are looking for the chef, she begins her shift at 6am.
2: I'm assuming that's Dawn? Yes. It'll be here soon enough. Faye is drinking. Well Defibulus had questions for Faye, so Kalila's just hanging out getting a snack. Hey Fay. Yeah.
3: You work you did a bunch of library work, right?
2: I
1: am a librarian.
3: So you probably have a really good magnifying glass or eyepiece that lets you read fine fine stuff, right?
1: I have used such things.
3: Do you have such things on you or in your personal belongings?
1: Uh you know actually I don't know if I would keep one with me or not. But you know what I'm going to say no. No, I don't. I didn't bring it on this trip. Mm, Brassbolt. What, what do you what do you need it for?
3: I found a bunch of shiny bits off near the panel. And I think it's the remnant might be metal shavings or the remnants of the gem that was in the uh, ring that we found. But I might know someone who would have the item I'm looking for.
1: Oh, you need a jeweler's loop. Um, I bet the collector would have one. We should probably ask tomorrow.
3: That's exactly what I was thinking too.
0: I was kind of hoping you were going to go ask the dwarf.
3: No, no stranger danger for you. (laughs) Tell me you guys hear that voice, too, right?
2: I was wondering who you were talking about Stranger Danger with.
0: That voice. You can't ignore me. I'm not a figment of your imagination. I'm real, damn it. Not if I don't believe in you.
2: <laughs> Got no power now, do yeah. you, God? I'm gonna put you in that comfy jacket myself, Defibulous.
3: As long as I get my bare feet, I'm good.
2: We'll let you keep the bare feet. Maybe get you a set of bare gloves.
3: Then I would have paws.
2: You would have bear paws.
3: Are, are, are
1: you a closet furry? What
3: <laughs> the hell is that? Oh, thank god. <laughs> Actually, I probably don't want to know.
2: Not around garganok you don't. Uh, no, honey. No, you don't.
3: I don't trust him.
0: So, how long are you all gonna stay at the bar?
2: Kalila was mostly just following Defibulus to hear what Faye went and did. Grab a snack, and then she's gonna to go to bed if there's not much important things being discussed. Hey, Kalila. Hmm.
3: If I get bare paws and a bare and I have my bare feet and I get a bare hoodie, I could really say I'm bearing it all then.
2: You could say you were bearing it all.
3: Amused with his own his own silliness, fibulus is going to go to bed.
0: Fay,
2: is going to ask for another drink.
0: They serve you another drink.
2: Halila's gonna go back to bed as well, taking the expensive bottle of alcohol with her, since the chef is not back.
0: Okay. Bay how long do you stay at the bar?
1: Well. My mind is very, very full right now, so I actually want to clear it and think about something else. I want to put this on the back burner, so I'm going to pull out the little black Bible of secrets that I nicked from the Institute.
0: Okay. As you pull the book out, the world around you goes quiet, the music that's being played overhead fades away. And you don't know if it is magic that's causing it or just your own focus. The pages seem to glint and glimmer as it gives you a moment to focus. What would you like to do now that you have this book open?
1: Kind of idly flip through the pages and see if I can decipher anything. Because I think the script is still kind of wiggling around.
0: As you flip through the book, you see things like... broken up comments of troop movement. You see comments of bones rising from the ground... Comments of soldiers fighting. Stories of old men telling tales around a campfire. You can almost swear you could hear the sounds of the ocean as it talks and shows sea shanties slowly appearing, all written in Thieves' Cant. And then everything just stops, and a blank page is sitting before you.
1: Faye is going to close the book, finish her drink, take the book in the bed.
0: Several hours pass. It's not quite dawn. The dim lights of the Murdoch stay just get slightly darker as you go to bed. you're Room has a strange lullaby played through. It's soft and almost barely noticeable. As you lay in bed, you could almost hear the sounds of arguments. You can't tell from where, but there's definitely an argument. Then it stops then there's another, and then it stops again. You drift off, and then just before the sun actually breaks the horizon, there's a pounding at your front door. <coughs> Who would wake up first?
2: have well, to toss up probably between well, Faye. Um, yeah, Faye or Kalila. Faye is already halfway out of the bed before the pounding stops. Fair enough.
0: As you open the door a hulking individual pushes you in and slams the door shut. It's Baka Baklava. He is dressed in a robe that is almost two sizes too small. The, the threading is ripping and is shown bare. He is standing there in what you could only imagine are boxers that are covered in strange hearts and in his feet just pink fuzzy slippers that are also a size too small he looks at you and goes baka not do baka knock on door and 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 Golgat is is lay he he on ground and and blood everywhere
3: i'll take my eggs over easy thanks
2: are you saying there's another murder?
0: Paco blinks for a moment, he goes, Another? I, I, no, cat in room. I, I, I think he, he might puke blood up? I, I don't know.
1: All right, all right, calm, calm down. Let's, let's go see, come on.
0: Every, everyone blame the, the orc, orc not to. Okay, orc okay,
1: no, and- it's okay, it's okay. We believe you. Innocent until proven.
2: All right, come on, let's go see. Show me what's going on here. Yeah, Kalei was following. And dragging DeFibulus with him, because he's clearly too asleep. What? Shut up and come along.
0: As you go down the hallway, the hallway is still very quiet. It is clear that Baka Baka Lava made his way straight to you and didn't inform anyone else. He pushes open the door to Golcat's room. And he is laying on the ground, a large gash across his face and head, where it looks like he may have fallen and slammed down on the edge of a table.
1: I'm going to very, very carefully go check for heartbeat or breath.
0: I need a perception check.
1: 25.
0: As you come in, you notice that the air is just slightly cooler than the hallway. Kneeling down, you place your fingers on his neck and check for a pulse, but there is none. The body feels cold to the touch as if it has been dead for several hours.
1: Blood dry or sticky?
0: It is very tacky, like if it is almost fully congealed.
1: Alright, I'm gonna shoo everybody out of the room, close the door, and send either Kalilo or Defibulous for Terry real quick.
2: Why to Terry?
1: Because there isn't an actual security person on board.
2: You want me to grab the first mate while I'm at it? He's gonna have to know. Yeah, send for them both. Alright, Kalila will turn around and go knock on Terry's door. Because it's the f- closest. The
1: Fabulous, go find. Go, go, go find
3: the first officer,
0: please. Okay. Kalila. As you knock on Terry's door, he opens the door and seems very surprised that you're knocking on his door. He fixes his robe just a little bit, just to be a little bit more modest, even though underneath he is wearing full pajamas. He steps out of the way and goes, is there a problem? You can come in.
2: Did I wake you? Uh,
0: not quite. I was just sitting down for a cup of tea.
2: Just to be curious, did you hear anybody in the hallway?
0: Uh, I did hear some running in the hallways, but I figured that they were wanting to get breakfast early.
2: And that was just now? What about later? Earlier?
0: Um, I've had my alarms going off quite a bit. Um, I'd been summoned multiple times tonight for food or drink. or By who? Uh, uh, let's see. Goalcat ordered some water. Uh, let's see. The Dwarf merchant ordered a leg of mutton and a stein of mead. Um, Miss Katana requested some more painkillers and something hydrating. Uh, And I was summoned to the cockpit to hold down the fort for a few minutes so that the Navigator could go use the restroom,
2: but Kalila is just gonna nod and just blank stare, nonchalant, and be like, "All right, Faye wants you around the corner." She uh, looks around quietly. Goldcat's dead. She turns on her heels and walks back to Faye.
0: The fibulous.
3: On his way to the bridge. Cockpit, whatever.
0: Uh, all right. So you're going straight to the bridge.
2: Yeah, that's where the second command was, wasn't he? The His room is right next to Terry's if you want to make sure he's not there first before running downstairs, but either way it doesn't make a difference.
3: I thought he was on shift until...
2: He might be. He might be.
3: The will check the bridge first.
0: As you go down to the bridge, the first officer is actually walking up the steps. He is slowly taking off his jacket and is removed his cap as he is clearly at the end of shift
3: hate to do it to you buddy but your presence is required down the hall
0: someone better be dead I'm trying to get back to bed as he follows you
3: Defibulus will just mutter not a funny choice of words
0: the first mate gives you an odd look as he follows you as you pass by Terry's room Terry has stepped out shutting the door and follows back behind you in Goalcat's room. Faye, while you're waiting for everyone to arrive, you're standing on the outside of it, correct?
1: Yep. I went in long enough to confirm death and immediately kept and shooed everyone back out. I've been standing in front of the closed door with um, Baka.
0: The time you've been standing there, Baka has his eyes down and he's got that whole like kid digging his big toe into the ground, his head down. He's clearly very nervous.
2: Stubbing his uh, bunny slippers into the ground?
0: Yes.
1: Um, the only thing I'm going to ask is what caused him to knock on Gullcat's door so early and in such a state of undress?
0: Baka reaches into his pouch or into his under his robe and pulls out a very large pouch. Opening it, it is full of platinum. He goes, Goalcat and I wanted to do big deal. Everything Goalcat have for everything Baka have. One big gamble. We do poker one-on-one. He said, I get him, let him know I'm awake. We get dressed. We go upstairs. We do bet. My room, right there, pointing towards the door, literally right in that hallway. Baka was excited. Baka want to try winning all the money Golcat have. Baka want to buy something big and and shiny when we land. Baka doesn't know what yet, but Baka want to buy big home. Show halfling friend that I take care of him. He he's best friend. And Baka like travel. But Baka want big pretty home. Want something that people not mock him for. Baka want to make elves and dwarves jealous of Baka's riches. Baka friends say it's fool's bet. That, that gold cat would cheat. But... Baka think he's good enough to beat him. I knock on door. And... Door was slightly open. So I open door and... I see blood. So I go get... You. Uh, others... Others give Baka the look of they don't trust Baka. Everyone don't like Baka because Baka is Orc. But Baka nice guy and Baka won't be Fancy Man.
2: You have won the hearts of everyone everywhere for this poor Fancy Man (laughs) troll Orc.
3: I got even wrong. I'm
2: gonna cry, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> like seriously, face behind me going, Y'all gonna cry. <laughs> we need a moment. You <laughs> can't do this to me, man.
3: No matter what happens, he's always gonna be the fancy orc. <laughs>
2: like, I think there's legit tears over here. <laughs> like, there's there's some giggle tears, but there's some legit tears over here.
1: Okay, I I can understand this shit.
2: Um,
1: I, I I can I can feel him. Um, all right, give me a sec here.
0: <laughs> I apologize for nothing.
1: As you should. All right, can I roll a sense motive on him real quick?
0: Absolutely.
1: Okay, my 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 dice are overcome too. I just rolled a five, so let me see what my modifier is. Brings it all the way up to a sixteen. You believe him? I'm going to reach over and soothingly pat his forearm, which is probably the safest place to touch him at the moment, considering mm-hmm. his state of undress. And uh, <laughs> going to, to to soothingly pat him, kind of a there there emotion. All right, it, mm-hmm. we'll we'll um get this sorted out, okay?
0: He gently nods. He goes. Baka, Baka will be in room.
1: Probably a good idea. Um, just kind of stay there. I'll make sure somebody brings you breakfast. Okay.
0: Okay. Baka, Baka will go. Baka will read magazine and and stay quiet. He slowly shuffles off and opens the door, and it just slowly closes, and you could almost barely hear the latch. As the door clicks, you see Defibulous, Kalila, the first mate, and Terry walking up.
2: Kalila just snarkily goes, we're back. I haven't gone anywhere.
1: I'm just going to open the door for everybody to see what's going on in there.
2: Actually, Kalila will stop everyone and go, let me sniff it first before you all taint it with your scents. Okay. Do the thing, girly. She will go sniffing.
0: Perception check.
2: On 22.
0: With a 22, you start sniffing around. And the initial thing that hits your senses is the overpowering smell of blood. Getting past that, there's this sickly sweetness tinged in the air.
2: Alright, she's going to hone in on that and try and figure out what the heck the sweetness is.
0: Perception check. Dirty 20. With a dirty 20, you sniff around and then you see what looks like incense that is being burned. It's a very sickly sweet smell, but it doesn't quite match the scent.
2: Alright, she'll continue to sniff again now that she knows it's not the incense.
0: All right, go ahead and roll.
2: Oh, okay. Um, 33.
0: With a 33, you begin to sniff around. You lean in close to Golcat, And then you start to smell his clothing. It is thick with cheap-smelling perfume. You smell up around the bed, and you smell that maybe someone was sitting on the bed or they were sitting together on the bed. But it is definitely on the bed and on him. On his shoulders, back, chest area. You might pick up a little bit on like the neck area. But it is a very cheap smelling perfume.
2: Okay, now that she has all the sniffs, she will allow everybody else in. Okay. And inform Faye what she has sniffed out. And a fabulous.
1: Hey, that argument I heard last night. Could I determine the, the basic gender probabilities of the voices?
0: I need two rolls then, because there were two different arguments. And, uh... Oh, I don't have a character sheet in front of me. What uh, What skill do you think would be good for it? Maybe a knowledge check, so an intelligence...
1: Yeah, just maybe a straight interval.
0: Yeah, let's do that.
1: Okay, well I had been drinking. I've got a four and a twelve straight plus the modifier.
0: So thinking about it, you can kinda put together that maybe two female voices, or maybe like a higher octave in a male voice. It's hard to exactly place the gender because you were dealing with doors and echo
1: okay can I check around for signs of violence
0: yep
2: now we investigate the crime scene I was just sniffing around not investigating it perception which I'm going to join in on the searchy
0: search defibus will join in and help all right perception checks from all you twenty-eight 32. I'm waiting on Faye.
1: 29. My math was way off.
0: (laughs) So starting with Kalila, you had the lowest number.
2: I did, didn't I?
0: Looking around, you find a glass that has been shattered. Uh, The glass fragments are all over the ground and on the table. Maybe when he fell, he hit his head and it shattered it or he hit his head on it. The bed is messed up uh looks like it hadn't been slept in looks like someone had maybe sat on it you don't see any footprints in the blood you also don't really notice anything completely out of place but then as you look around you notice that there was two plates of food one that had what looks like sweet pastries and things like that and another that had fruits, and honeys. Fay, you had the next highest roll. As you begin searching around, you start to notice that Goldcat isn't in what he was wearing the night before. It looks like he maybe dressed up a little nicer. You see a pocket watch slipped into a pocket with a gold chain. He's in more like slacks and dress shoes over what he was wearing. His shirt is, looks like it has been freshly, pr- well, was freshly pressed. You also notice that there's some lipstick, the same harlot red lipstick on his lips and stained in some of the areas around his neck. Defibulous. As you looked around, you noticed that the room was slightly colder than it would normally have been. You start to look close. And then you notice there is what looks like ice crystals that have formed on Golcat's skin in his face area. And the carpet is slightly damp with what feels like ice or melted ice.
3: What time did Golcat leave yesterday? Like go to his room?
0: Well, Faye was wandering the hallway, so anywhere between midnight and one thirty-ish, maybe two. And it is approximately eh, we'll call it like four thirty-five.
3: So he's way colder than he should be by this point.
1: Yeah, I was mm-hmm. about to say that.
3: Fabriz will kinda of cock his head and decide, hey guys.
2: Hmm.
3: Anyone else notice how cold this room is? And how uh cold the Gullcat cat is? There's, like, ice crystals on his face and the carpet stamp.
2: More spell use, maybe?
1: We have an undeclared magic user on board, guys.
2: Which, Kalila, since it seems to make sense, at least in here, will detect for magic just to make sure there's no other magical items around to explain something.
0: Perception check. 27. Kalila, as you look around... Inside the blood, you find two fading magical uh, glints reaching into the blood gingerly, using your claws most likely. You pick up a single blue gem that is split in half.
2: Hey, Fae. defibulous. She's just delicately holding something bloody between her claw. Also, what's the first mate doing since he made the comment? There better be somebody better be dead, and there's literally a dead body in this room. I assume just watching.
0: It's just watching.
2: Okay. Um, he's gonna grab some tissue paper
1: of some sort out of the uh, the bathroom and take whatever it is from Kalila and offer her an additional piece to wipe her hands up with.
2: Yeah, once she digs out the other piece, if there was that other piece.
0: So, what do you want to do now that you have the two crystals? Or two, one the the two halves of the same crystal.
2: As I was gonna say, what are what are we looking at
1: here? Where's Once it? we've got it wiped off with the blood, what are we looking at?
0: You're looking at a small crystal, a blue crystal, about the size of a cheaply cut stone. Something that you would not spend a whole lot of money on. Faye would probably recognize these as like a single-use spell, something that. If you're trying to get away with something and you can't get magical items on, for the most part, if you are, if you have anything of any enchantment, this thing is almost completely hidden by.
2: So they were glowing magical. Yeah. She goes, the only reason why I noticed them is because I detected magic and they were glowing in the blood.
0: They are faint they are losing their magic though so the spell has been used
2: okay so she's going they are losing their magic fast If we lined
1: everybody up everybody on board and you cast that around them would you catch traces of the spell?
2: No the, 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 the tech magic that I have is just makes things glow and that's about it. okay do you think
1: you could find more of
2: these? I can try. If somebody has a similar, whatever that is, more than one one of whatever that was on them, it's possible to detect it. But the spell enchantment on those types of things, I believe, is hard to detect, is it not? Like, I think the only reason why I can detect it is because it was used.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Mm, Good point. Okay, um... Hey, Kalila. Hmm...
3: Since you guys are all magically more inclined than I am, what would happen if you ran a bunch of electricity through one of those type of rings? Or crystals? I would imagine they would explode.
1: Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, I'm not an expert on these.
2: Yeah, neither am I. I just knew it was glowing.
3: I need to talk to the collector at some point, see if, I, if he's got a... Uh... Uh, what was it, Faye, that you said I should look-
1: have- A jeweler's
2: loop.
3: Yeah, and I wonder if the fragments I found may be the same as those.
2: Well, go knock on his door and take these pieces with not. you, oh, Well, that they're well, all clean.
1: Well, they can wait for everybody to, you know, wake up on their own. Nobody wants to be awakened at this early hour.
2: Yeah, I guess that's fair. Like,
1: seriously, I'm considering crawling back to bed. The breakfast buffet hadn't even opened yet.
2: Touché.
0: Harry goes, well, we can always say that Mr. Goldcat is not feeling well and we can secure his door. No one would really question that.
2: Agreed. And probably no one would miss his absence anyways.
1: Yeah, let's just lock his room and and go, oh, man.
0: The first mate, the first mate, Stares at you guys for a moment. He goes, so, uh, how'd you guys know?
2: Fancy man or care decided to come banging on our door to tell us that he had found a body.
1: They had an early morning appointment, and when he knocked on the door, it swung open, and he came to get us.
0: First mate nods. He goes, all right. Well, unfortunately, this one I'm going to have to put in the report. I... I agree with you all. Uh, We need to keep this under wrap as much as we can.
2: She goes, is there a point in keeping this under wraps? People are going to figure this out by the time we get to a point. At this point, you've had two murders that has never, ever happened on your ship before happen in one flight. You might actually want to restrict some people to their rooms at this point just for sheer safety. Well... I mean, yeah, okay, they want to buy it at this point, though. Whoever's buying it is going to learn about it after the fact and be more angry that this wasn't divulged. You guys don't care about the money. You want your jobs. The only person who cared about the money, the captain, is just motions.
0: He nods. He goes, well, I have been up for 14 hours. I say...
2: sleep and figure out what you're gonna do in the morning?
0: Yeah. Once I get at minimum five hours of sleep, I will talk to the rest of the crew and will get some kind of consensus
2: up until this point we had our our lineup of suspects that we are about to go one of these guys but now
1: well now i'm still pretty inclined to consider what i had considered before i think this is different i don't think at the moment i don't think it's the same person
2: think these are disconnected i do all right
0: well, I can tell you that Golcat had no friends on this flight.
2: Yeah, that much was apparent.
0: I don't even know how he got a ticket, to be honest. it's This was supposed to be a secured flight, but I guess, I don't know. But I will write up a report. I will talk to the crew in the morning. Terry, secure. Just let's try to keep it under wraps as much as we can.
2: Okay. As he eventually, by the way, when he goes to w- leave... I will make sure to get a good sniff of him to make sure he doesn't have any of the similar perfumes or anything on him that she's been sniffing around the murders.
0: No, he smells like, I guess, I don't want to say body odor, but that. It's not him. It's not him. Um,
1: Personal scent is how I've usually seen it described. It's just his personal scent.
0: Yeah, his personal scent. Thank you.
2: Yeah, he doesn't have smelly stuffs. Yeah. But again, it's one of the women.
3: Or someone masquerading as such.
2: Somebody d- decked in perfume, yeah.
0: So, as you guys, I'm assuming you guys are going to go back to your room as Terry secures this.
1: I'm gonna let Terry lock it up, and I'm gonna go ahead and knock on Goldcat's door real quick.
0: Okay, Goldcat's dead.
1: Not Goldcat. I'm tired. Baka. <laughs> Baka.
0: As you as you knock. There's the sound of the, the door just... It opens up, and you see just his eye and one of his tusks as he's peering through the crack in the door. May I come in? He takes a step back, and the door slowly swings open. Inside his room is messy. You can see different outfits that it looks like he has tried on and ripped that he has crammed into his bureau. His luggage is nothing but old potato sacks. Um, You see different types of books and literatures, some of which are like teaching languages, and it looks like he is still struggling with common. You see books that younger children would read to understand Common. You see he has several bags of platinum that are tied and secured, that just open enough where you can see what's in them. He walks over and sits on the bed, which creaks. He goes, is is Baka in trouble?
1: No, not at the moment but you probably should lay low. Um, I'll go let your halfling friend know uh, what's going on so that he doesn't miss you. I'm fine with him coming to visit you for now. Um, and and Faye is kind of moving around the room a little, kind of taking a look at the books. She's obviously got professional interest. She can see what's going on here. She's just generally attempting to reassure him and kind of feed him the right things to do to not make anybody angry or suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to pick up one of the books and ask him what he what he thought of it. Did he like the story?
0: He looks at the book and he kind of shrugs lightly. He goes, Baka understood about half. Uh, Baka, Baka liked that Hero wasn't human like other books, the, the hero was dwarf and was not like super hero, he was just common man that got thrown into bad place. Baka likes adventure stories but doesn't at the same time. They shine bad light on, on Orc. Not all Orc bad. Orc do what Orc do to survive gives a a light shrug and he goes Baka don't like that people don't like Baka for Baka being Baka
1: Baka you're doing just fine Representation matters I do know a series by an author it's a little bit possibly beyond your range right now I'll write it down for you look them up you might like it it's about some good orcs
0: he nods Baka would like
2: I'll
0: write it down for you. Kalila and Defibulous, are you going back to your rooms?
2: Um, Kalila, on her way back to the room, even though it's in the opposite direction, would have tried to see if she could smell the perfume in the hallway that was on Gullcats to see if it happened to go down the the, the corridor of the two women she already suspects for the other Captain murder.
0: Perception check.
2: 27.
0: It definitely is coming from the the direction of that hallway.
2: Right. I figured it was going to permeate down that corridor, and there's probably not a way to tell which door it's coming from. But I'm going to sniff it anyways.
3: The Phibus is going to look down the hallway. Just look through the hallway and see if anything may have got discarded while someone left.
1: Sniffy trail. Sniff, 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 sniff.
3: The Sniffy Trails.
0: I need a perception check from Kalila and a perception check from Defibulus.
3: Defibulus is staring at his bare feet, going, these are really nice boots.
0: All right, then.
2: You know, Kalila's like, eh, good enough, probably. I rolled a two.
0: Okay. So, I'm assuming with that, you two are heading back to your room?
2: Unless she hears screaming or yelling, yeah. Okay.
3: If Defibulus is going to shake his head, like, there's no time to admire my boots
0: going to search again. Yes.
2: But they are nice boots.
0: They are nice boots. Alright. One more perception check. 29. With a 29, as you are staring down at your toes, wiggling them in the boots, you notice something glint between two floorboards. Kneeling down, you pull out a single ring that had been dropped between a gap and two floorboards and with that discovery we end this episode here well 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 me friend it seems as if the adventurers have found a few new clues a scent in which Kalila follows down the trail defibulous a ring of Onan origins and Fay narrowing out one suspect by chatting with Bakara Baka. well it seems as if this quiet little cruise has become more and with a second murderer on the books it seems as if time is against the adventurers well that is all the time we have for this, evening. and as always, me friends, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod. Twitter at whatthedicepod, and of course email whatthedicepod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us.